The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Game On! Business Talk Radio with your host, Dr. D. Anthony Miles. Our program is not afraid to discuss the more controversial business ideas and topics. Get ready for an unfiltered discussion of problems and solutions that today's businesses, large or small, face daily. Now, here is Dr. D. Anthony Miles. Hi, this is Game On! Business Talk with D. Anthony Miles. We have an awesome show for you today. Get some coffee and have a seat. You're going to need a bobble and a seat belt. Our topic for today is psychopath customers and a rising problem of bad customer behavior. This uh, topic today is one of the one of the most interesting topics that we've had on our show. Let me give you some uh, quick background on this. There's a rising problem with psychopath customers and bad customer behavior. Many workers in services industries have been assaulted, yelled at, cursed at, verbally insulted, spit on name call, including racial epithets, and other aggressive behavior. This behavior has ranged from uh, uh, verbal to assault. Let me give you some interesting facts about the bad customer behavior or psychopath customers. A Massachusetts woman who ordered a steak and cheese sub at a subway station was so angry about the too many pickles on her sandwich that she punched an employee and shoved two jars of pickles at her Transit police reported. After the customer ordered the sub, she immediately complained the employee was putting too much stuff on her sandwich and shouted other derogatory remarks regarding the preparation of the steak and cheese uh, sandwich, police said. Subsequently, the customer demanded a refund, and when the employee told her she couldn't get one, the customer punched a woman in the face and then pushed large jars of pickles on her, knocking her to the ground, police stated. Another incident. At a McDonald's, an employee in Abilene, Texas, was assaulted by an upset customer, according to Abilene police records. According to the police report, the customer hit the employee in the face with a cookie, causing pain and leaving red marks. The employee indicated that she planned to file uh, assault charges against the customer. Let me give you another incident. Two university students were standing in line waiting for their food at a Wendy's restaurant in Franklin, New Jersey, when a woman in front of them started yelling at the cashier. There had been a power outage 20 minutes earlier, causing a backup in the kitchen. So things had become a big hectic behind the counter. According to the story, the customer yelled, if you weren't ready to take my order, you shouldn't have called me up. And the incident escalated from there, and it got pretty bad. And uh, the background story on that is uh, two university students that witnessed this, uh, I believe they came to the defense of the employee, and uh, Wendy's found out about it, and the employee was uh, given, she got a reward, and the woman that was in this story got angry and tried to uh, call Wendy's corporate office and get this employee in trouble. So 
I I'm just shocked at some of the behavior with the rising problem of customer uh bad customer behavior, psychopath customers. Let me introduce our two guests for today. We have an awesome team. Our first guest is uh Dr. Dave Aaron. He's a marketing professor and consumer researcher. He's a professor at Dominican University in River Forest, Illinois. Uh, he has uh, several years of experience in retail mall management and online retail industries. He has written and co-authored over two dozen books and articles and conferences, presentations, and he's, he's very active in the customer and marketing area. He has a PhD in marketing and business administration from the University of Michigan, an MBA in marketing and human resources from Ohio State University, and a BA in psychology from Northwestern University. Our second guest is Ms. Nicole Kimmick. She's a, mar a marketing management consultant and intuitive business coach at a NTK Consulting LLC. She is a customer service expert. She has over 20 years of experience in helping organizations improve their marketing and customer service departments. She has a BA in public relations and a BA in sociology from West Virginia University School of Journalism. I want to thank our guest today for being here. How are you doing today? Doing great. Doing great. Good morning. Thank you for being here. Uh, first, I want to say, what did you think of those incidents that I went over in the monologue? What's your opinion? Nicole, give me your opinion first. What did you think about that? Oh, man. It's, you know, when you hear those types of things, it's hard to believe that uh, people behave this way. But, you know, it's reality. It happens. And, yeah, you can't control people's behavior, so you have to deal with it the best you can. But I, it's, it's shocking every time you hear a story like that. Goodness. Dave, what do you think about that? Well, I, mean, I definitely agree with Nicole. It's, it's unbelievable, and it seems like each example of this kind of behavior just makes it okay for the next person to go even even further off the edge. It's uh I, I uh Dave, I spent about the spot the same amount of years in retail while I was going to college. I worked in a, a retail grocery store and I've seen this before and we really didn't have a name or a, a name to call it and we didn't have a way to address it. And one of the things that I've seen, I never had a customer assault me, but I have had customers curse at me. Sure. I've had customers uh, lie on me, try to get me fired because I wouldn't do what they want to do. And what I want to ask the both of you is, why do you think this is happening? Do you think it's a sign of society? You think the, the role of incivility is having a lot to do with this? What's your opinion on that? I, I think at a fundamental level, it's... It's trying to get some sort of control over the situation. And so if, if you're a customer and you're dealing with a, a store with all the product, all the inventory, all, all their revenue, what can one little customer do? Now, in the past, it might be, uh, you know, complain, write a letter, or insult the, the kid behind the counter. But now, as we heard already, it's just escalating. I, but I think still at the, at the foundation, it's customers just want to have some kind of control over their environment. Absolutely. Nicole, what do you yeah. think about that? I agree, I agree with that as well. You know, I, I worked in the restaurant industry for years, and let me tell you, I've had been cursed at, I've had drinks thrown on me, I've had everything, you oh, name dear. it. And, yeah. um, you know, if you would have asked me that question 10 years ago, I probably would have had a different answer. I think that you have, there's a wide variety of things that are going on in people's lives, whether they're stressed out, whether they have chemical imbalances, whether they have emotional problems, or whether they just feel a sense of entitlement. That's probably what I would have said years ago. 
in this day and age with social media and the fact that YouTube and Facebook, I think there's a lot of younger people who sometimes, you know, with their, I guess, their sense of entitlement, but they have a way to blast this behavior out to a large number of people. And I guess they, some people get, you know, feel like it's funny. They feel like, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, it's, I think that there, the, the, the game is changing with this psychopathic behavior because before you, it was about you. You went in, you did the behavior to whatever establishment you were visiting. Now, you're going in there, and like we saw with the one, the example. I don't know if you've talked about it yet, but with the, the various YouTube's examples that you you can view online, people are doing it as you know, putting it on Facebook, putting it out there to the world. Right. Look at me. Look at what I did. Yeah. Exactly. Even, Look how I even, showed them. It's like though, re- rewarding bad behavior. Is that what you're saying? Well, I think it's there's an element of, of fame. There's an element of um, you know. Wanting to be, um, you know, people. I think pe- people put this out there because they feel like people will think they're cool. Or look how I showed them. You know what I mean? And I, I think it's becoming, you know, because the media outlets take these ex- extreme examples and they put them all over the news. So there's a sensationalism behind it now. Right. Oh dear. It's, Go ahead. And if I could just even add to that, um, they. We were talking earlier um, before the show started about a, the, one of the examples from Dunkin' Donuts. The people. Executing oh, yes. these behaviors, they think they're right. They think they're justified, and that if they post this, people will naturally agree with them. Because after all, oh, look, yes. I'm right. Look at what the company did to me. They put too many pickles on my sandwich, or they gave me the wrong kind of coffee. Uh, let's all gather together and, and teach this organization a lesson. Absolutely. I was so I was very disturbed by the Dunkin' Donuts video. I had to I had to take a. Uh, I had to take a break. I, I, I've heard about the video until I actually watched it, and I think we talked off the air. And I, uh, the day before we got on the show, I had sent you an email. And what I totally agree with you, Dave, is she had this sense of entitlement, like, if you don't give me what I want, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and 20 years ago in retail, customers didn't have that in their arsenal. And I was so shocked at that young lady's behavior that I I couldn't believe that she was bold enough to put that on YouTube. That's what got me. What about I, you, I, Nicole? Go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. Oh, so I, I like the word you used. It, as violent as it sounds, it's it's an arsenal. Now there are, uh, there's an array of weapons upset customers can use and and making this behavior real. They can go on Twitter all the time. They can go on Facebook. They can make these videos with their phones and show the world how right they are. And I think fortunately for the businesses that are are, are being victimized by these crazy people in some instances, um, you know, by putting this, these things online, most normal people are not going to look at that and say, oh, well, I'm never going to frequent Dunkin' Donuts again. I mean, most rational thinking people understand that that is an extreme behavior and, and it doesn't really have a negative bearing on the, the, the establishment and the businesses themselves. But it's, uh, you, know, you, they, you know, being a business owner, I, you know, I would advise clients that you need to have a plan in place, you know, crisis plan in place when these, these kind of things happen because most of the employees that are working, that are, that are being faced with this, this abuse, they're, you know, young kids, this might be their first job, they might not exactly know how to handle themselves in that type of situation. I would be Absolutely. scared to death. 
<laughs> hey, we're going to take our first break. We need, we're going to be right back. This is Game on Business Talk with DeAnthony Miles. We'll be right back. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. How can we Americans realize our dreams to earn a living? How can you pursue your dream and make money as an owner or an employee? Learn how at The American Business Person, the online weekly radio talk show hosted by Rich Killian. Today's business leaders share how to succeed and what fails. If you own a new or established business or ever hope to, you must tune in. Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, and noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Or listen on demand to our archived shows. Today, enterprise technology is both strategic and global. Each week on CIO Talk Radio, IT thought leaders from around the world share their experiences with listeners as they discuss with Sunjog All how they are trimming costs and partnering with business to innovate and help IT become more competitive. This means better care for customers and improves the corporate bottom line. If you want to keep up with IT thought leadership, listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjog All every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel, the bottom line in business talk. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Game On Business Talk Radio with Dr. D. Anthony Miles. If you have a question or comment on today's program for Dr. Miles or his guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to GameOnTalkRadio at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, we're back. This is Game On Business Talk with DeAnthony Miles. We're going to continue our discussion on psychopath customers and bad customer behavior with Dr. Dave Aaron and uh, Miss Nicole Kimmick. And I want to ask you guys, we were talking during the break, um, do customers have a, have a right or a, a, a right to a behavior when there's something that goes wrong with the business transaction? What's your opinion on that? What do you think about that, Nicole? Well, I mean, there, there's just a common human decency that everybody should have for everybody. So regardless of whether you're buying something or something doesn't go your way, I mean, there is the right way and the wrong way to handle things. Sometimes, um, you know, people don't, don't um, you know, realize, realize that, I guess. But, you know, for me, there is never, there's never an excuse. There's never a reason to have any kind of extreme behavior like that. No matter Dave, how what'd much you think money about you're that? spending. Go ahead, Dave. 
Oh, I, I agree with, with Nicole. I mean, the rules of, of social behavior are still there, right? You don't leap over the counter at somebody because you're not happy. Um, but, you know, go, go back to grade school. You can't really reason with a bully. You can't really real, reason with somebody who's not acting in a logical manner. Uh, and so I admire the companies that train their, their employees to deal with this kind of situation by deflecting it, by acknowledging that the consumer is upset. But if someone's grabbing you by the lapel, um, logic's not going to work, is it? Absolutely not. And and I think customers feel that they it's, it's somewhat of a temporary rush. The customers that behave this way because uh, they know that they can they have power to get this employee fired. The employee could have been doing everything correct. The employee could have not reacted to anything. Do you think that uh, management in some of these services industries has has responded correctly? Because I see a lot of missed opportunities to set the tone for how you treat someone's employees. What do you think about that? How about you, Dave? What do you think about that? Well, definitely training is one of the key factors that management can do to manage this kind of, and what I call in my research, guerrilla consumer behavior, uh, kind yes. of based on guerrilla warfare when, when customers realize they don't have a lot of options at hand. Um, but really what management has to do is, is teach their employees how to deal with this, how to be prepared for it, and how to figuratively and literally show the customer the door. And as if you're not happy here, you don't have to shop here. Go someplace else for your, your donut or your sandwich or or your car, or what, you know, sometimes the stakes can get pretty high, but a company really doesn't want a customer like that because it's going to take a lot more resources to manage that relationship than it would be if the customer did behave themselves in a, just an appropriate manner. Nicole, what, what's your take on that? I, in a lot of um, service organizations I've seen, it, a lot of times it can be cut off at the head if management would address the situation, you know, early on. Um, not so much speaking of, uh, you know, retail outlets, but more B- B2B companies that offer services to um, to people. I've seen a lot of times where whether the manage- management is, is too overwhelmed, too busy, wearing too many hats, they just don't want to deal with it. That's when you see it escalate, and it escalates e- into something that it could have been avoided had it been addressed early on. And sometimes it's a simple phone call. Sometimes it's a simple, I'm sorry, what can I do for you? But, you know, a lot of times I see that, that they're, the requests go, get ignored, and that's when you start seeing it escalate and escalate and escalate, and the, the customer has a chance to stew on it, and they have a chance to go online and do research and see if anyone else has had bad experiences, kind of fueling the fire, and then it just snowballs into something that it probably could have been avoided. Absolutely. I know when I was in DECA in high school, I can't believe this is coming back to me so many moons ago. My, my teacher said, when you have a customer that behaves that way, you immediately get them off the sales floor. And he said the reason for that is, is you take the customer's power away from them when they behave that way. What's your opinion on that? Well, that's, that is what you want to do, and you don't want to make it too blatant, like, you know, I'm, I'm cutting you off at the ankles here, but you want, to, you want to deal with them with respect and legitimacy, but you also don't want them, you know, taking over the store, just like your manager or your teacher advised you, because suddenly now all the other customers are going to start looking around and saying, well, what's, what's going on here? Um, and then you lose control, and the situation gets all panicky, and that's when people sometimes react inappropriately. Absolutely. What do you think about that, Nicole? 
Uh, I agree. I also think, you know, it's psychological behavior. I mean, if you know, generally if people are acting out that way, they want something, they're lacking something, um, pulling someone aside, you know, something as simple as saying, how can I help you? What can I do for you? You know, and, and, but you also want to make sure that, you know, you are isolating the incident so it's not affecting whether other, whether it be other employees or other customers, you want to, you know, just kind of, but, you know, nip it in the bud. But at the same time, I think it's, you know, finding out, understanding people and just finding out what can I do to help you? What can I do to make this better for you? Right, get to oh, the core absolutely. of what's making them upset. Because uh, you Cause, don't know if they've had a bad day. You don't know what they're dealing with in their personal life. And unfortunately, absolutely. they could just snap and they could be taking it on you when it might not even have anything to do with you or your product. And, and, and I totally agree with Nicole on this. I, I remember when I was putting myself through college, I worked with a, a retail grocery store, and I had a customer that came in, and it, it was an ad they ran or something for another store, and he wanted us to honor the ad for a store. And I talked to the guy. I, was, I tried to you know stick to the company policy. That's for that store. He immediately gets irate, blah, blah, blah. Make a long story short, he wants to see the manager. He, 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 you know, he does all this on the sales floor, mind you. And my manager, I love the way he handled the situation. He says, what can I do for you? And the customer, he tried to get the customer to focus on what the problem was, which was he wanted the uh, item instead of firing me, which what, which what, that's what he was focusing on. And he says, look, don't worry about him. He works for me. What do you want the apples or not or whatever? And a guy didn't like what he was hearing. And uh, have you seen situations like that, uh, either of you? Nicole, have you seen situations like that where the customer is focusing on the behavior as opposed to what they want? I'm trying to think back if I've, I'm sure I have. Um. <laughs> blocked it out, huh? <laughs> you got yeah, therapy probably. blocked it out. <laughs> Oh, yes. Uh, I have had things that I would never forget in my years of retail. I've seen it all. Dave, oh, you probably agree with too. me. <laughs> you know, I, I got to tell you, it's, it's just, you're right. It's bringing back memories. When I was in college, I worked in a 7-Eleven convenience store. And this oh, was back in the day of uh, returning bottles to get your deposit back. Yes, and yes. Uh, one fellow came by, and he brought uh, he brought an eight pack of I forget which cola, but in the oh, the glass bottles, put it in the big bin that we used. But I saw as he walked in, there was a bottle missing, and I gave him whatever seventy cents or whatever the the going rate was at the time, and he he jumped up on the counter. So now it's not, now the guy's five feet taller than me, or not that tall, you know, and, and is shrieking. And there were a couple other customers in the store, and luckily they're saying, "Get down! What's wrong with you?" So they were supporting me, and um, on a, about a dime, about ten cents. And I think it, it was always because he wanted ten cents back. It, it was really—it still boggles oh. the mind, but everything turned out okay. Wow! He jumped on the counter, jumped on the counter, and started yelling down at me for that extra dime. Oh my Gosh. goodness! That sounds like a psychopath <laughs> to me. This is pre-Twitter, pre-Facebook, <laughs> pre-YouTube. <laughs> you know, I'm starting to think that maybe 
customer, bad customer behavior, a psychopath customers have always been around. We just didn't have an outlet to show their behavior like the social media, like Dave alluded to. Do you agree with that? I absolutely agree with that. I mean, it's it's making everything more viral, and, and uh, it's it's causing a lot more problems for businesses these days. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're talking about the different videos on YouTube. Part of it is just and now this whole other element of, of people wanting attention, you know, bringing attention to themselves, bringing attention to whatever they're they're upset about, and a lot of times they just look ridiculous. I don't they think do, really and you don't what know what want. to believe either, you know, because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people that kind of take it further than you know it really was meant to go, and and you don't know whether they're embellishing their story and what to believe, and I think that half of it's probably not even true. What I find fascinating is that customers seem like they don't have a sense of boundaries when they behave like that. What's what's your opinion on that, guys? What are the boundaries anymore? I mean, from what we see on TV, reality shows, um, the the in, uh, anonymity is the word I'm looking for, and instant be- nature of the internet. I think what we conceived as boundaries. Um, they're not. They're not there. There's much present, or they're easier to violate because it's, it looks like everybody's doing it. Goodness, what do you think about I, that, Nicole? I no absolutely boundaries. agree with that. I don't. I don't think. I think there is. Um, you know, in this day and age, there's a lot of instant gratification. There's a lot of self entitlement, and I really don't think that people think twice about their behavior. I, ju- I just think that they do what what they want to do, and and they're and you know you see. Everything on TV, there's nobody probably teaching them, you know, especially young kids, you know, there's no one teaching them the right, what's right and what's wrong. And, you know, everything, everybody wants things now. And I just think it's, it's there's the boundaries, there are like, there just are no boundaries anymore. Absolutely. We're going to take our next break and uh, we'll be right back. This is Game On Business Talk with DeAnthony Miles. We'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. If you currently or aspire to serve on a board or work in a leadership capacity for or with a public or nonprofit organization, where can you turn to get the best advice and practices? How about Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl G. and Jenny Frumer? Our program discusses challenges facing both public and nonprofit leaders. Don't miss these practical solutions. Are you feeling slammed and suckered in today's stock market? If so, then you need to tune in to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, Jordan Kimmel will train you in what you can do to beat up the big boys on Wall Street, as well as share his secrets to success so that you can buy and sell like a profit-pumping pro. Grab the bull market by the horns and listen to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the bottom line of business talk, Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Game On Business Talk Radio with Dr. D. Anthony Miles. If you have a question or comment on today's program for Dr. Miles or his guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. 
That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to GameOnTalkRadio at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, we're back. This is Game On Business Talk with DeAnthony Mons. We're going to continue our discussion on psychopath customers and bad customer behavior with Dr. Dave Aaron and uh, Miss Nicole Kimmick. And I want to ask you, we were talking during a break, is it getting to a point where uh, management is going to have to deal with this, especially when it comes to assaults? It's one thing to make a scene at an establishment, and it's another thing to assault an, uh, an employee. Case in point, the uh, lady that worked at the uh, restaurant and a woman punched her. That is just totally out of bounds. Uh, what's, you know, guys, what's your opinion on that? Uh, Nicole, what do you think about that? I, I absolutely, you know, you can't you can't put the onus on these young kids that are that are working these jobs, you know, in these especially specifically fast food establishments. It it has to be um, on the managers, and and actually, I would take it a step further. I think you have to put it on the owners of the actual corporations because they need to have plans in place, commu- crisis communication, crisis plans in place to deal with these situations because. You know, you have with the you know litigious day and age that we live in, and the social media and the viralness of the, these things. I think you definitely it needs to even go up higher than the management. Absolutely, Dave. What do you think about that? Well, and I completely agree. I mean, you can't put a really put up a sign up that says "Please don't assault my employee." <laughs> uh, but you, but if you don't make your employees feel safe, if you get the reputation. Uh, you know, no one's going to want to work for you because they know they're putting themselves in danger just for, for the paycheck, which may not be that attractive a paycheck in the first place either. Absolutely. I've, uh, you know, Dave, you've both, we both had some experience in the retail industry. And, I, and like I'll go back to earlier in my career, I've seen customers just do the most horrific things. I've seen customers throw things at employees. I've seen customers snatch things from employees. I've seen customers threaten employees. And my in my background in the my in the retail part of it, what I never liked is how management responded to it. And it was kind of like what uh, Nicole was alluding to. Management needs to have a crisis plan because you don't get the right to touch someone because you're not happy about the sales transaction. And some people just cannot process that. Nicole, what do you think about that? Well, I I agree, and you know, listening to you talk about that, you know, the first thing that comes to my head is, you know, you you almost want to say, why do the management and these establishments even have to deal with these ridiculous people? I mean, they should be dealing with their own personal issues in their own personal life, but unfortunately, uh-huh. that's not the case, and um, a lot of times, you know, it it comes out in these types of situations. But I just think that it's it's personal responsibility people need to take personal responsibility for their actions and unfortunately when you're dealing with a retail situation um you know now you've taken your personal issues and you've gotten other people involved so you know they have to deal with it but i just think people need to take personal responsibility for their actions no matter what's going on in their lives absolutely dave what's your take on that well for sure i mean you you, you can't it, it costs money to have security on the premises, to have the police on the premises, or to have a therapist on the premises if somebody's <laughs> walking in with mm-hmm. issues that, that are still unresolved. 
And so what you really have to do is, you know, I, I saw in getting ready for our conversation today, I saw a video, and this was involving uh, Chick-fil-A. We've talked about McDonald's and, and other re- Subway and other yes. restaurants before. Now, whether you agree with the, the social issue at hand regarding Chick-fil-A, they train their employees um, to be just so disarmingly nice. Uh, Absolutely. So there was a YouTube video, I don't know if you're familiar with this, a guy um, drove up and through the drive through lane to order a cup of water. All right, so that that defiance isn't too spectacular, what? Um, because he's gonna he's gonna make them give him a free glass of water, a cup of water. He gets to the the window and he just starts berating this this young lady. She looks like she's maybe in her twenties about how terrible her company is and how wrong she is to be working there. And again, politics aside, he's he's taking out all of his frustrations. And of course, on the video, he's saying this is this is I'm a hero. This is for the cause. This is you've got to get behind me on this. And she continues to smile. She continues to say thank you. She continues to to hope that he has a, a nice day. And he's just kind of left with, well, that kind of took all the wind out of my sails, took all the out of the gas out of my tank. There's no explosion now. And uh, that to me, that's really? an example of you you can't the employee cannot escalate, but they've also got to know management is behind them. That's that's critical, and I think Nicole alluded to that earlier. Management has to back up its people, and you don't get a license to act like a jerk because you're spending your money, and some of these people just cannot process that. Case right. in point, uh, I was standing in line one time, and uh, they got this lady's order wrong, and instead of lady saying, hey, could you fix the order, she wanted to use that as a platform for a, a, a crusade against why she's spending her money, why you need to get her order right. Some things just happen. That's life. Some things go wrong. Now, how the uh, how you know? I think this is more along the lines of your area, Nicole. How you respond to a problem is really about what is it? Eighty percent of it, and a problem is really twenty percent. What do you think about that, Nicole? Oh, I, I agree. And, you know, a lot of times it's not even a problem at all. Um, some people, you know, maybe it's a miscommunication. Um, you know, maybe it's, it's, you know, the person's not paying attention. Um, you know, but they, people perceive what they want to perceive. And if they perceive an issue, even if there's not one there, it will then become an issue. And um, most of the time, it's, it's a non-issue. And I think that that's, and it's it's a simple uh, communication issue, learn you know instructing people how to communicate and how to um, you know actually speak to people. You could probably el- eliminate mo- majority of problems that you have. But even you know with this whole topic, the one thing that even drives me crazy about it is the fact that people are so out- outrageous. You know when something awful and something bad happens. But how many people go and make a video about? what wonderful customer service somebody got or how, what amazing way somebody went above and beyond to help you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's that rule. Hey, Dave, you know about that rule. One, uh, a good customer will tell maybe one person, but a bad, a bad experience, a customer with a bad experience to tell 10 people. Is that yeah, still but, a rule? Yeah, we'll <laughs> just add a few zeros to it now. Because exactly. Of the <laughs> oh, <laughs> social media. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a dinosaur. I'm the last of the Mohicans. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, people who are upset, they will, they'll go onto Facebook and create a, an anti-brand Facebook page, an anti-brand website. Uh, and some of them, and this is some research I did a few years ago, some of them are pretty, pretty elegant, pretty nicely created websites, all that exist to poke at a company. 
And that, you know, that's not violence, and I know that it seems pretty passive compared to what we've been talking about already, but if you talk about dollars and cents, um, or even if, if you're familiar with the case of United Breaks Guitars, where this, uh, oh. this young musician watched his guitar being mishandled by the baggage crew and got no response from the company, so he made a video. And it went viral, and he's on CNN and, and national headlines and, and all this stuff. So there's all kinds of damage customers can do while still within the rules of society. Especially oh. because of those, you know, if, if you look at the example that we had earlier about the girl at Dunkin' Donuts, I mean, when people see that, they immediately know she's, there's something not right there. But when these elaborate websites and these these videos are made legitimately, they give credence, credence to the, you know, the possibility that, hey, this could be, you know, this company could be, there could be something serious. And it, it, it means dollars for these companies lost. For sure revenues for these companies and and the the more effort that people put in and the more legitimate their websites or their complaints look that could tend to cause people to pause before they you know use their services absolutely and i i, I was also going to add i think both of you have experience with this we're we have customers that are smarter than say customers 10 20 years ago customers have smartphones now, uh, Dave, I know your research is extensive on customer uh, uh, behavior. Have you heard of this term called sourcing? Well, if, if it's what I'm thinking of, it's yes. essentially you, you go into one store to see and what the you price is. you get your is. smartphone, right. Use right. your smartphone and you, and you, you price shop. And I've yeah. heard of some establishments asking uh, consumers to leave because they consider that somewhat of a disruptive behavior. It's like... Why would I want to? I say I go. I do it. I go into Barnes and Nobles, and if they have a book that I'm interested in, I'll go look on Amazon.com, and I'll see. I'll price the book, and I'll decide. I'll make a purchasing decision right there. Well, yeah, some some people may perceive that as you're being a bad customer because what you're price shopping using your smartphone. Have you yeah. seen that in some of your research, Dave? Have you I've, seen some I've of that? Seen it. I've done it. I, I do it myself. I'll look at, if I'm at a bookstore and there are fewer and fewer of these because of exactly what we're talking about. I've also called it, I guess, for the textbooks, uh, multi-platform shopping, if, if I could use a, a professor term there. But this uh -huh. is a crisis we talk about in my, in my marketing classes is you've got, you've got a store, somebody comes in, and the first thing they do is, the, it's showrooming is the word that's, that's gaining popularity. They use showroom. your store as a showroom. Uh -huh. And then they, they order it from another store while you're while they're you know while you're paying the rent and you're paying the overhead, they're using your store as a place to order from Amazon or from uh, from a competitor. To me, the the responsibility is on the store. You know, right now this is an example. You're losing this game right now. What are you going to do to get this customer to actually make the purchase right there in your mm -hmm. store and not order it and get it delivered the next day or in two days from a competitor? Absolutely. And, I, and Nicole, you probably know more about this. Customers just price shop. And I know, uh, and I taught this in my marketing class, Cust there's more, there's, I think there's several sub-dimensions of customer loyalty. And that loyalty brings out that customer's behavior. Some uh, customers are price loyal. Some customers are value loyal. Some customers like personal attention. And I think some of that translates into their bad behavior because if you're dealing with, if you're a high-end retailer 
and you're dealing with a customer that's price conscious, that may trigger off their behavior. How do you, how do you guys feel about that? I, I agree. And I was, this just happened to me yesterday. I, I, I did that. I was that price shopper and, uh, yesterday. And I actually called the, the company. I was looking for a big item online, and I called the company. One company was offering the item. Every other company online was offering at one price. One company was offering at $250 more than everyone else was offering it. So I just had to know, you know, what the deal was. So I called them up, and I, I asked them. I'm, I'm like, how can you... How can you even survive doing this? I mean, if it was $75, it would be, eh, okay. But $250 is a lot. And, you know, so dealing with that, you know, I, in that particular instance, I'm a price shopper. I'm not a brand, I'm not a, a brand loyalist. And I think with the, in the day and age that we live in with the internet and, and the ability to find the best prices, it's a whole, the game, it's a game changer. It's a whole different ball, ball game for these, um, for these, businesses and you need to start thinking outside the box on how you're going to convert that price shopper into a customer or into a loyal sale. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And, it, and it's different than it was 10 years ago. It's a, it's a scary, it's a scary paradigm shift that we're experiencing now. You're, you're not, you're, you're not immune to uh, internet competitors. You're just not. If you have a smartphone, uh, what if it's an iPhone, Samsung, or whatever uh, weapon, weaponry of choice you have, I can find out what's the baseline of the price, and there's nothing you can do about it. Absolutely nothing. But doesn't that also feed back into that sense of entitlement? Yes. That people are so much more informed right now, and that you know people don't have what we'll call negotiating skills. You know, if I if I want to buy a car or I want to buy a computer or whatever, you know, people are trained that retail you don't get to negotiate. That's just the price tag. Uh, so people say, well, I've got this information, and you still want me to pay more, rather than engaging in, in, in really a conversation about how can we make this purchase happen. They they use what you know whatever's in their arsenal, which sometimes involves getting out of hand, getting out of control. Absolutely, exactly. we got to take our next break and. Uh, We'll be right back. This is Game On Business Talk with DeAnthony Mons. We're going to have a fascinating continuation on this discussion. Thanks. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. If you want to know about investing in emerging and frontier markets, or if you have experience in this field but still need to know more, tune in to Emerging and Frontier Markets Investing with Gavin Graham. Gavin explores news, current trends, and insights about both categories of investing. His guest experts, along with his own knowledge, will help you stay above the line when it comes to growth potential, whether in funds or equities. He will look at what to invest in and avoid. Tune in to Emerging and Frontier Markets Investing with Gavin Graham every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. As your business grows, are you growing with it? Do you have the right balance of time, attention, work, and personal life? 
Take the growing pains out of growth and tune into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. If you are spending most of your energy managing problems rather than focusing on taking your business to the next level, our program will give you the steps you need to make sure you have everything in place for forward-thinking business leadership. The Business Edge is heard every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Game On Business Talk Radio with Dr. D. Anthony Miles. If you have a question or comment on today's program for Dr. Miles or his guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to GameOnTalkRadio at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, we're back. This is Game On Business Talk with DeAnthony Miles. We're going to continue our discussion on psychopath customers and bad customer behavior with Dr. Dave Aaron and uh, Miss Nicole Kimmick. I want to ask our guests, uh, is it some customers where you just don't want their business? And it may be, it may be tied to the behavior. It may not be tied to the behavior. What's, been, what's your experience with that or your opinion on that? Nicole, what do you think about that? I, the answer is yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've, I've been in situations where you have somebody that no matter what you do, you're never going to make them happy. And at that point, you have to just understand that, you know what, you just need to cut ties because there is absolutely nothing that you can do. And if you continue to work with that person, more likely than not, they're probably always going to be some issue. So oh, better just to, just to cut the ties. Dave, how do you feel about that? It's, it's counterintuitive to tell a customer, you know what, I don't want your business because the goal is to bring in revenue, right? To, to make happy customers. And the goal is right. If, yeah, if, if someone is just not, no matter how many resources you pour into trying to placate this customer, and it's really, you're doing the customer a favor too. Send them to some place that might make them happier if that place even exists. Oh, absolutely. And I don't think I've ever seen that in any, in my situations with, a, with uh, any establishments, I've never seen someone turn away customer business. But with these, uh, with these issues of psychopath customers, uh, we may have to do that. Or you may see more of that, and you may, it may be uh, more prevalent now because a customer doesn't get to act any type of way they want just because they're coming in and spending money. And like, I, well, like we talked about earlier, where, where, where are the boundaries? In every situation, there are boundaries. And do you think some customers stretch those boundaries? What I do, do you think and about I, that? I've, actually, I've actually witnessed um, several times letting customers go. There was one instance that we had a customer years ago, and they were, so, they were mad about something, and we gave them free, like, you know, thousands of dollars worth of free stuff, free product, free test, you know, anything that they wanted just to make them happy. They would write letters to the president. They would write letters up to the corporate office, and it just kept escalating and escalating. And basically what it came down to is after months and months of this, they just wanted, they knew that if they kept complaining, they were going to get free stuff. So they just Uh. kept doing it to get the free stuff. And at that point, um, you know, you just have to say, you know what, it's not worth it. 
because that customer has cost you a lot of money. I don't know if you heard of the story about the guy that kept sending the soup back, and the soup was like five bucks, but he caused, what was it, uh, $20, $30 worth of, of trouble just to serve him the soup. And right. uh, that, that the establishment says, look, we, uh, we can't help you. Uh, you need to go somewhere else. How do you feel about that, Dave? Well, it's, you've got to do that. You've got to understand that a progressive customer is going to know how much it costs them to please a customer. And they even have different levels. You know, you'll have your A level, your B level, and your C level customers based on how much revenue they deliver and how much it costs to make them happy. And a lot, what companies will do, and I'm not thinking more in terms of the finance industry, the banking industry, if a customer is not worth their while, they'll either, you know, they'll put them at the kiddie table where you don't get a lot of service and you've got to wait a long time for it, or they'll just find some way to end the relationship with the customer. And again, sometimes that is for the customer's own good because you don't have a good match between what the customer wants and what the company can provide. Uh, But then on the other hand, I think Nicole mentioned this earlier, sometimes if you can sort of make the customer behave, they might become a good customer. It just takes some work. Absolutely. And I believe you have to decide whether that work if you want to call a return on investment, I don't know how you would right. say that. Is it a good return on investment? And uh, and I know both of you have seen this in your backgrounds. Is it just some customers that are on a war path when they come in, they want to do damage no matter what day of the week it is? It could be Christmas Day. <laughs> it's you know, it's oh, just it's they, Christmas. What do you feel about that? What do you think about that, Nicole? I do. I do agree with that. Um, you know, I think that there are people in the world that are just unhappy people and that's just their personality. I've, I've seen people this way and, and, and even on their best days, they look miserable. So, and, and I don't think that there's, there's certain people that, you know, just can't be pleased no matter what. And I think that, you know, they have, they have a, a goal and they have an idea in their head of what they want and any little deviation from that what could set them off. And, and I know people that way. And I just think that it is what it is. And, and there's, there's not much you can do about it. And once in a, in a great while, you, you're going to cross paths with this person, and you just have to deal with it when, when the situation arises. Oh, that's just unfortunate. That is just unfortunate. I, uh-oh, somebody on a plane? <laughs> I, uh, in, in, I don't know if you've seen this in the uh, – uh, I would say I think in certain industries – maybe a step above the services industries, the more you're engaged with the customer, maybe you see this less. Because if you buy a sandwich and somebody messed up your order, is that like a contract to go kill them? I mean, was it really that, was it really that uh, significant for you to just lose your control of yourself? Uh, like, the exact, like in a monologue, the lady with the pickles on the sandwich. Well, why don't you just take the pickles off? I, I, I mean, they gave you extra pickles, right? I mean, I feel like we're having to be therapists in the uh, services industry. Do you feel like that? What do you think about that? Well, it's, it really is out of hand in that sense. Now, luckily, I think we're still talking about the extremes. We just see more and more of them. But, you know, whether it is premeditated, I'm going to go in there to prove a point, or someone just ignites and loses control, they, I think the things we've, we've talked about really cover it. It's that sense of entitlement. It's that inability to cope with uh, an, an unpleasant outcome. And so you lash out, you act out in the only way you know how, which is not the right way to do it in society. 
Absolutely. How do you feel about that, Nicole? Yeah, I agree. I just think it's, um, again, it's, it's just this personal responsibility for your behavior. I mean, it's extreme. And I know we're talking about the extremes. Um, I would hope that, you know, it's, that that's few and far between. But I have a feeling that, you know, I don't know if it's just because we're seeing it all the time because it, it is out there on social media or if it is happening that much. I don't know. But I just think that it's, it is getting, it is getting pretty bad. What I, what I find fascinating is that when a customer is acting bad, and there's other customers that witness their behavior. The customers usually take the side of the retailer because it's, you know, it's one thing to have a bad situation go bad, and it's another thing to just totally lose it and act crazy. I like to watch the show. I don't know if you've seen the show, uh, Hardcore Pawn. I, I watched that for customer service issues. And every, every week, I, I, if I thought I was surprised last week, Dave, or Nicole, I'll see another one that surprises me even more. And I mean, I, Nicole, you'll probably get more clients after the show is over. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I want to thank you guys for being on the show today. This is our guest, uh, Dr. Dave Aaron and uh, Miss Nicole Kimmick. And I really appreciate you being here today. And I want to leave us with a quote. I don't know if it's appropriate, but we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Experience is a cruel teacher. It gives the exam first, then the lesson. Anonymous. Well, I'm out of here. This is Game on Business Talk with DeAnthony Miles. I want to thank our guests for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Thank you again for listening to Game on Business Talk Radio. Please join your host, Dr. DeAnthony Miles, again next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll engage in more unique and exciting discussion topics then. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.